Yo, what's up? What's up? <laughs> it's your boy Chase from Cammy and Ian Silverback Gorilla. No, <laughs> Silverback Butler. <laughs> Silverback Butler. Dang, I'm gonna get. Silverback <laughs> Butler. Maybe, maybe you change your name to to the Gorilla. No, bro. That sounds bad, bro. But you did a little. Hold on, before we, I'm gonna dig myself into a deeper hole. I'm gonna stop right there, and I'm gonna say that this week, this episode is being brought to you by Bet Online. Hey, before you talk about them, last week was rough for the Cowboys. This week, dude, you guys killed it. You guys killed the Vikings. Good week. Good week. Good week. This week. See what Dude, happens. I'm in a this, slump. The Rams we'll are in see a what slump. happens on Thursday when they play the Giants. Golden Knights, they've they've had some wins, they've had some losses. It's part of the season. But right. Ian Butler, tell us about that. <laughs> I'm just happy that my fantasy team won. I'm just happy my fantasy team won. <laughs> so uh I'm happy about that. The Rams didn't do well at all. But this episode is brought to you by Bet Online with all your betting needs and sports needs NHL, NBA, hockey, esports, golf. Go to Bet Online and use promo code Believe50 for your 50% welcome off bonus. Bet Online. Yeah. And if we're going on YouTube that can see the background of Chase, dude, it looks like you're in a coffee shop, bro. I'm going for those vibes. Dude, that's a nice little spot, dude. My little thought process is, you know, parents come into practice. It's yeah. intense in the wrestling room. Yeah. But hey, you're hanging out in a room that has some jazz music playing, serving okay. up some coffee. You got some couches right. with some uh, coffee tables. Maybe you want to read a little book. Maybe, right. you, wanna, you know, you just want to relax or you want to sit at the picnic tables. Hey, got everything. A lot of work put into it. So, oh man, it, it was, it's really cool. It's, it's, it's a dream come true. I, I, um, you know, I, I remember vividly, you know, this was a dream. Gold Rush was a dream for gosh, dude, 10 years. You never know what it's a dream. <laughs> dream, right? Chase the dream. dream. Yeah. Bro, I was sitting in a, in a, in a chicken shop, not a chicken shop, but it was, it was called uh Bonchon. And this was six years ago. Um, on a Sunday afternoon and I had a, a notepad of paper with me that I was writing down all my goals and dreams and, and writing down goal, you know, what gold rush, I didn't have a name for it at the time, but what I wanted it to be and all these different things. And, and one of the things I wrote in that, in that notepad of paper was, um, I just wanted like a freaking badass parent area, you know, like yeah. oh, value yeah. the parents, bro. You know, like my mom, right? Like my mom took me everywhere as a kid, right? Like, and I'm so thankful and grateful because I wouldn't be where I am without her doing that. And uh, a lot of sacrifice, you know, and these parents make a lot of sacrifice for their kids and, and kids, if you're listening, make sure you thank your parents because um, yep. a lot of things they do that um, you don't realize, right? And so um, this was kind of my way of, of showing um our parents, the parents that come here, new parents, parents that have been in wrestling a while, like 
it's an appreciation thing, right? Like, yeah, you can hang out in the wrestling room and stuff like that. But really, I believe like the wrestling room is that's where, you know, that that's that, that that's a place of work for me. Right. Like yeah. I'm in the wrestling room and I'm with the kids and, and we're running practice like that's like anyone sitting at a desk. You know, that's like anyone that, you know, is out on a job site like that's 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 my work area. Right. And and, and I wanted to create that separation, um, but also create a comfortable place for the parents where. Hey, you can go in and they can be proud of it, right? Like they can be proud when they come in here and say, man, like this is, this is a really nice place to go. And, and um, yeah, we can relax when we come to practice and, and, you know, we can watch and, 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 and build community. You know, I think that's one of the most important values for me and, and my life. And what I believe in is, is, is community, man. Community is huge and trying to build that within the structure of a business model, um, a wrestling club, a wrestling academy, it's hard and it takes time and it takes energy and, um, you know, it takes being uh, diligent with those things. But yeah, that's a little bit about this, man. I'm super proud of this room. There's still some little more work to be done. We're putting in a bar top today and a couple other things. Um, bar top? Make it nice. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Put a little bar <laughs> yeah. So people can sit up. It's right next to the window. So they can sit up, sit up on the bar stools and they can, they can watch, you know, from, you know, they got a little bar top to put their computer on and I put plugs in there, bro. Okay. It's, it's, they, 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 they're spoiled, bro. Try, try, <laughs> try to take care of, try to take care of our parents. I love it, dude. Hey, was your mom ever in a corner for any of your matches? When I was in judo? Yes. In wrestling. I was trying to think about it yesterday. Cause you know, I had a couple parents go out to Tulsa kickoff. Um, a couple moms went out to Tulsa kickoff, shout out, you know, to them taking their, the, the, the boys out there and, and, uh, yeah. travel a coach just with timing and stuff. But I do not remember in wrestling if I ever had to have her in my corner, but I could definitely still to this day, I can hear her voice just yelling. Bro. So like, um, the mom voice, right? The mom voice. When I went out to Kodiak, Alaska, one of the moms is the president of the club out there, right? Um, and they do a phenomenal job. And sometimes she's just like, uh, she's like shouting, right? She's in the chair sometimes like, Sienna, like build a base, get one foot up, right? It's that, it's that voice. You know that mom voice that you can hear in front of thousands of people and you hear that voice? And it's like red alert, like, oh snap, like I need to get up. <laughs> or or it's just like screw you, I'm gonna stay here on the mat just to piss yeah. you off. <laughs> I I what do you think is worse? Cause like I think you see two hardcore wrestling dads or hardcore wrestling moms, or they're kind of equal. I'm probably more scared of the moms when I hear a mom just like you didn't wrestle, you didn't do anything. You just sat there. He just said he wasn't aggressive. You didn't go for any shots, and I don't know why. But when I hear a mom says that, I think the disappointment hits just a little bit harder, like a little bit more harder. You know, I uh, my dad, my dad's super like laid back, so I don't think he's ever <laughs> anything athletically that I did or whatnot. So I don't have the experience firsthand. Uh, but I did have a mom that was, you know, that was very involved and very crazy in what I was doing. Dude, I could hear her in one video 
uh, high school, like the gym, the, the, the camera was down next to the mat and they were, you know, filming next to the mat and whatnot. And uh, I could hear my mom during the finals. I didn't hear her in the match, but when I went back and watched the video, I could hear that piercing voice through the crowd of, of people in the stands. I was just sitting there watching and just shaking my head like, oh my goodness, man, this is... <laughs> This is too much. I, I used to, honestly, I hated it towards the end of my career. When I was older, I was like, Hey, you can't like either you can't say anything or you can't come to my tournament. So you got to go <laughs> go wrestling and watch it. <laughs> me out. So is what it is. But what's crazier, crazy wrestling mom or crazy wrestling dad, man. I think, I think, uh, almost equally. I think, I think, I think parents in general, and I'm not a parent. So, and I'm probably going to be, I think I'm gonna be a crazy parent. I think every parent's crazy in some way, right? Like yeah, I know, you, have kids, right? you have craziness, <laughs> you have sports, you have the highs and lows of it. So, and, and, and honestly, dude, I told someone this and this is like transition into, you know, it's the responsibility. A lot of time you hear club coaches or wrestling coaches like, Oh, the parents just need to buy in. They just need to listen, trust. And I get that. And that's, 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 that's part of it. Right. Part of but it. there is a very important aspect to training and educating and communicating with your parents, because just like any business would run, right? You, you're, you're, you're in a business of, of customer service yep. and you are, hopefully you're creating a culture and you have a vision for what you want your, your, your gym or your academy or your business to look like, right? And so I, I take a huge responsibility to make sure that myself and my coaches are educating our parents and are taking the time um, to have conversations when needed. There's sometimes there's conversations that's like, hey, right, like that's this is not the right time or right place. Or is this really like a conversation we need to have? Is this a 911 or is this a 411? You know, is, is it the, the gym's burning down or is it, you know, like. Hey, nine one one or four toenail broke, you know, that kind of thing, right? But I do think I do think it's important, dude. I do think as as club coaches, as business owners, like it is my responsibility. It's our responsibility to educate our parents, and and then what they do from there, yeah, that's 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 their choice. Um, but I but I, I've always stayed away from that phrase of like, ah, oh, parents just need to buy in and trust. It's also part of your job as 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 a coach, right? To um, educate them and, and help them understand what they're, what they're paying for, what they're, what the, because the, from the outside looking in, it's just wrestling, right? That's, that's, right. that's what most consumers are going to see, right? Or parents will see it's just wrestling, but okay. When you kind of dissect it and you take it apart and you start showing all the different things of what you're trying to teach their kids or what their kids are learning, the value it's bringing to their kids and helping them understand that bigger picture. Now it makes sense. Um, okay, this is why I'm like, this is why I'm spending this kind of money for my kid, for his sport, for her sport. Right. Yep. Absolutely. I think, I think what, uh, what comes involves with that is culture as well. Right. What kind of culture do you have uh binding culture? And then plus, man, I'm a huge fan of other sports. We mentioned better line, like we watch a lot of other sports. Um, usually it's that team that buys into that culture is just like hitting on cylinders. Right. And uh, 
and really just killing it, right? And believing in the philosophy of what you guys are doing and everything. And once you buy in, right, and be like, hey, I believe in it, you know, and I believe in myself, dude, great things happen yeah. at that point, you know? So yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, um, <laughs> parents, parents, buying in, stuff like that. It's, uh, I don't know, there's a thing on TikTok right now that like it's great acting when they have a, a uh, let's talk about card ride homes. I'm switching this up. Card ride homes. I got a couple good one of those. <laughs> Going on the card ride home on a good day and a bad day with your parent. You know, uh, <laughs> we both had similar. I'm, I'm pretty sure we have almost the same story, right? On a good day, but, you're getting McDonald's. On a bad day, you're walking home. <laughs> he goes, it's one right now. It's a basketball one. He goes, when you spend so many hours going and you make no shots, right? And the dad's just sitting there watching the son get his stuff and doesn't say a word. And he's just shaking his head. And they get in the car. And he sits in the back seat, not in the front seat. And he and it's quiet in the car. And he's driving and he goes, I'm hungry. Kenny goes, hell no, 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 no. You don't deserve to eat. No. There's been some, there's, there's one car ride with my mom and I got teched. And I was in the car, back in the car, and I was doing the little sniffles, like the, like, in the backseat. I was like seven, dude. And she's driving. And she's just like, you deserve to cry. <laughs> you deserve to cry. What you did out there was terrible. He's like, I should have been crying for you. You deserve to cry. No more games. You're going to bed on time. It was oh. one of those, dude. Dude, my... <laughs> dude. One time I remember my mom was going so fast. I swear she was wearing the headlights when no one was coming through. I, I That's what I think. I don't know if I'm recalling it. <laughs> Oh my God! What 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 what's going on? Her mind, bro. Like I, I mean, I mean, we made it home and everything. Dude, one time she left me in California, bro. What? Like how I did? What? She made my sister take me home. Yeah, didn't like didn't like how I did. Dude, did that? What? What? In a completely different state. <laughs> One time, I don't even know what what it was. I, ca I can't even remember. It was a tournament. Bro, she took all my trophies when I was a kid. And she told me she threw them all away. And she took them all and she put them in a, in a, in a bucket, like a big bucket and covered it with a blanket and put it in, in, in the garage, dude. Yeah. I thought, I'll, I will, oh, man, I'm going to start. I'm having some, I need to go to like. Psych, uh, psychology. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was. Uh, I for sure. I remember I cried, dude. I cried and cried and cried. I thought, what'd you do, bro, at the tournament? 
What I don't know, do? bro. I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> I, maybe I pushed that out of my mind. I honestly think I just lost, dude. I just don't think I, when I, when I didn't, uh, when I didn't win, man, whoo, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. So I think, I think one time my sister came and picked me up and I had to stay with my, I had to stay with my sister. Dude, my mom was, my mom did not know how to lose, did not like losing, you know. But yeah. Funny mom- now, at the time, dude, I was like, this is bad. This, this is not good, man. This is, this is, I like this, you know. So if, if anything follows, man, if I, if I keep thinking, man, when, when it, you know, if I have a kid or when I do or I have a child, one, I don't know if I want them to wrestle. Maybe you, maybe, maybe you do something else, man. Maybe, maybe we put you in drama club. Oh, yeah, drama club. If, they, if they're gonna make money, yeah, chess, we make <laughs> money. Uh, uh-uh. uh, we're not gonna go be a professional. Ch- we'll do it for a hobby, maybe music. I don't know. I don't. I don't really care. But I probably do. But I. I don't. But you know, I don't know. I. I no, I dude. Those car ride homes are. Uh, <laughs> they're. Uh, it's something, dude. It's yeah. something. I had some bad ones too. Uh, <laughs> I, I love my friends talk, my parents talk of the car ride homes of some of their kids. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> I just laugh because like we were literally in those scenarios, right? Cause they're investing so much and everything, you know, sometimes you have a bad day, but, uh, I remember one of my friends, <laughs> sons at football and he's just like, he's like, man, like they, they played so bad they had to sell them out. It was terrible. And he's on the phone. He's just yelling. He's just yelling. And he and he said in the next scene of him, he goes like, "I get." He's like, "I spent all this stuff at Dick's. I bought all this gear. He didn't hit nobody. Didn't hit nobody." <laughs> he goes, "I'm just gonna return it. I'm just gonna return it." He goes like, "Man, we drove 30 minutes to go." He goes, "Walk." And then I hear him. I hear his son. He goes, "It's a 30." It took us 30 minutes by driving. He goes, well, it looks like you have an hour walk back home then, does it? <laughs> Bro. Bro. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard, dude. But those, but like, but realistically, like, that stuff happens, dude. Like it happens, especially I think with our parents, when you're at a club, when you're at a club, you're looking to get better than the rest of your high school teammates, obviously, right? Like something isn't cutting it at your high school or something is cutting it and you just want to reach a different level. Like a lot of the high schools do not put in some of the extra effort of making a Fargo team or going to NCHAs, right? That's when club comes in, right? So we're investing all this money and time and stuff like that, you know? and our parents invest a lot of money and time, man. They are, our parents are amazing. That's why you have the room, dude. They work really hard. You know, they work jobs and stuff like that. So <laughs> they're just messing a lot of time. But like, yeah, dude, I, I do not even be some of the kids of <laughs> if they, they had a bad day. Some of them, uh, some of them get it, you know. But as long as they put out a lot of effort and stuff like that, a lot of it isn't bad. But from our experiences growing up, it was uh it was uh it was it was uh kind of brutal. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I know exactly. I know exactly. So um 
but I think, I think as parents, man, I think that the important thing, at least from the coaching side, right. Is like, you're, you're going to, you're going to get emotional. Everyone's going to do it. Right. Parents get frustrated, get mad. Coaches get frustrated, get mad. You say things you don't mean to Sometimes you're a little harder on a kid sometimes, you know, but dude, I really, I'm, I'm of the, of the idea with like mom and dad, like, Hey, do everything you can to just be mom and dad, like do that part and let, 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 let us be the coaches, right? Like that, that's why you pay us. Let, let us do that. And, and, and uh, you know, be, be their biggest fan, like be their biggest supporter. I, I always talk to Izzy, Izzy style, Izzy Martinez, you know, and, and when he was running his club and I was living in Illinois and he's like, dude, I just, I tell my parents to, to just be mom and dad. And that's it. You know, let, let, let us, let us coach them. And guy that runs a pretty successful program. Right. And I remember I recruited one of his kids when I was at Penn and this was the, this was one of the times I saw it. And, and, you know, we were, we were talking through recruiting the kid, whatnot. And, but they came back to me and said, Hey, like, um, you know, we got to go back and talk to Izzy first and talk to coach and things like that. And I was just like, that's, that, that's respect, man. Like to, to be able to have those conversations with your coaches and, and respect like what they're doing. Right. Um, and I, and I feel like, uh, um, you know, for kid, for, 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 for the kid, you know, I think it's easier to like, when you step out of the wrestling room, man, like those are intense. Those are hard practices, right? Those are, it's, and if you have a bad practice, like the last thing you need, right. The last thing you need, like on a drive home is, mom or dad like reminding you and, and replaying that practice over you know and again it's it's hard it's emotional right like it's emotional for mom and dad it's emotional for for the athlete I know for me man when I'd have bad practices or whatnot just being able to get on my bike and, and ride home when I lived in Pennsylvania or you know at the training center when I lived there just being able to walk from you know 10 minutes on my own after practice just to kind of like clear my mind and clear my thoughts it's so important so valuable for for the development and the growth of kids, you know, and I think sports are doing a better job of that, of educating um, and, and continue to encourage parents towards that. Um, you know, I, likewise, I just, I think, um, you know, no, no, you're not perfect. I think for parents, no, no, it's not something where you, you got it all together and you're going to have good days, bad days with the kids, but, you know, be, be their biggest fan, be their biggest supporter. Um, it's hard when you walk off the mat, you know, and you don't get what you want. Like, it, it, it hurts, you know, it hurts you more than, uh, it hurts the athlete deeply. Right. It's funny, bro. I always think about this. I'm like, you know, I watch professional sports and you forget like professional athletes, those get, they're the most of them are 24, 25, 26, 27, 28. 20. They're, they're like in their, in their, in their twenties, you know, yeah. and hearing how adults are seeing things on social media, how people just rip athletes apart. Right. And I always sit there and I'm like, dude, you have no, first of all, you have no clue. Like you, you never know until you're the person making the decisions. You never know until you're the person on the field. Right. And that, that's what fans are supposed to do. Right. Is, 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 is whatever, you know, that's, that's what being a fan is, but you forget like, oh, these, these guys are, these guys are still like, they're still young, you know, they're still 25, 26, right. You're wearing a Jersey. I always see someone make jokes about like, if I see a grown man wearing a 25 year old's Jersey, take it off, you know, like <laughs> they're, 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 making, they're, they're making that joke about it, but it's like, Hey man, it really is young kids. Like, you know, you're 40 years old over here sitting on your, you know, your couch is ripping them apart and we all do it. Right. Like yeah. I do it too, you know, but, but I mean, just being aware like, Hey, it's hard. Like the, the emotions you feel 
they feel they feel that 10 times, you know, because that's yeah. the one it's actually happening to, you know. Bro, it gives me when people rip athletes of like I seen one of them was talking to like one of the like and he goes like you just need to make a shot. You're like, oh for seven. You just need to make a shot. And he comes back and goes like I have three rings. <laughs> I have three championship rings, bro. Like I have three imagine us, right? When you're out there wrestling and like you lose the match, right? You just like and they're like somebody from the stands and just chase, you just need to get a takedown. Why couldn't you get a takedown? <laughs> you know, and you're, like, and you're like, and you're like, I made it to an NCAA finals, bro. Like, pipe down, yeah. chill out, bro. Like, it's 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 crazy, dude. Um, and now probably more days with Instagram, Twitter, stuff like that, dude. Uh, Greco match. If you get bombed, oh my god, you're the guy that got bombed. Oh, bro. What, what about oh. you? The guy. What about you? The guy that got got. That's and, and ended up on World Star, dude. I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they got that one too. That they got that one on Instagram, Splatel City or something like that. Yeah, dude. Is it gets splatled? I'm like, oh my goodness, <laughs> bro. That dude. I had somebody come at me last night. That was uh, that was uh, I know who it is. Uh, it's a guy that makes free profiles. And he always talks about my career. He's like, you haven't fought, like, in the last couple of years. And then what happened to Joey? And I'm like, at the fight. I'm like, don't you think I know what happened? I was the one that fought that night. I think I was there. <laughs> like, you know? But I had a bad day, bro. Like, no big deal. You don't think I felt it? You don't think I felt it? But you get reminded of it thousands of times, and it's easy. I, it's, uh... I think other athletes know, man, like you have a bad day, you have a bad day. Right. And I think every athlete has that man, when you're really good, you highlight people. And then sometimes like, sometimes you're the highlight reel. Like it just happens, bro. Like it's just the way the universe, it's the way the universe works. And those, those guys, professional athletes, they're giving everything that they can, right. That's their job. That's like, that's how somebody, if you want to liken it, you work at a, you work at a desk, you work, own your own business or you work in, you know, real estate or whatever you're going and giving your, your full effort, right. Every day. And what you do, hopefully, right. Those, those, those guys and girls are doing the same thing, you know, out there. And I still find myself even as a fan, sometimes other night the night's lost in overtime. I'm just like, you know, you get frustrated, yeah. but, <laughs> but also it's like, eh, I mean, what stock do I really have in this? It's a long, you know, I can, I can break it all down, but yeah, it's a long season. It's when all this kind of stuff and, and whatnot, but I think, um, you know, it's, it's easy to forget, you know, it is. Forget these, these hey, guys, guys and girls. You said something that I want to touch back to um, bad practices, yes. <laughs> bad practices. Um, I know for a fact, I had those days. It went, Bro, like I had those phenomenal days when I was looking good and I felt good and you feel good and just everything in your life is uh it's going well when you have a great practice, especially against a good guy. And it seems like you're in a cartoon movie when you walk, like the flowers just come out and the sun's beaming all of a sudden. Like it's it's just gonna be a good day. But those bad practice days, dude, when you like you got taken down, you couldn't get a shot, couldn't have a bottom, everything you do didn't work. It wasn't your day. And then some days, some days I just had my car. I'm just like, 
what am I doing? Or, or I'm just like, I'm just going to cry right here in the car and just cry on the way home. Like, you know, what do you do to get out those bad days, dude? Dude, great question, brother. And I think I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, you know, I, I'm going to answer that question in, in a sec, but there's, there's a, uh, um, I just kind of want to preload that answer with, Hey, the, I, I think good practices and bad practices, I, th there there's both of them require work afterwards, right? Both of them require management. I think this is, a, and this is coming from me who I think I made a lot of mistakes as an athlete. And then I look back now is like, Hey, ah, you know, you know, I'd learned from this and whatnot, but good practices, bad practices, good tournaments, bad tournaments, right? However you want to define those or, whatever you want to call them in, in your own, in your own language, both require management of some sort and, and, and some kind of response, right? You know, I think good practices, like understanding that just because you had a great practice, right. Doesn't mean that um, you've reached the top, right. Or that there's not things that you still can't work on, or you still can't, you still can spend 10, 15 minutes after practice, finding something else that you're not, you're not, great at or that you can get better at or something that you've been working on. Right. And right. I think it's the same way with bad practices. Um, although the, the process is a little different because obviously you have a bad practice. You're going to feel bad. You're going to, yeah. your emotions are going to, are going to tank, right? Good practice. Your emotions are going to feel good. You're going to get those, you know, those endorphins and whatnot. But I think after a bad practice, you, you, you per, per, perception, right. Is, is, is not always reality either because you're the one going through it. You might've had a perceived bad practice, but was it really? Okay. Let's, let's step back and take a look. One, ask your coaches, Hey, like I, what did you think of today's practice? Right. Maybe they, maybe they give you a, a list of good things, a list of bad things, a little bit of both, whatever it is. So at least, at least you kind of can start there and, 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 and get an idea of the, of, of the perception of someone who's watching the room. Right. But That's I think, the the days where you do feel like it's not going well, you've got to find those small, seemingly insignificant victories throughout practice. You can, and a lot of times, I don't know if you could tell, but I can remember when it's like, like sometimes I'd go in, I'm like, man, today's just going to be, I can, you kind of feel it. You, you do everything to prep yourself, but you just feel like today's just going to be it's going to be a, a strength growing day, right? Like you're, when you're lifting weights and you know, you're about to max out. Right. And you just, yeah. right. Or you're, or a day where you're, you know, like you've got heavy sets on, 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 on the weight, you know, on the weights and you know, it's just going to be a hard day because of what's coming. Um, but, but kind of preparing your mind to go into those practices with um, that, that those small victories from the day, what can you build off of? But there's times where it unexpectedly happens too, where you think you're gonna have a great day and it's just like, you know, it starts going down. I think yeah. you've got to be able to catch it sometime in the process before you totally tank into the ground. You got to try and know like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to find those small, those small moments of victory today. Right. And, and, yeah. um, and then if you just completely hit ground, ground zero, I think you step aside afterwards and all right, what, what did I do? Well, is there one or two things I can take away from today so that at least I'm not building and I'm not leaving on negative ground. Right. I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm leaving with some positive, you know, some positive things um, and taking those few extra minutes after practice to even drill something or work on something that makes you feel good. You know, that makes you feel like, okay, like 
I can leave practice feeling okay. You know, I hit a couple good, you know, real nice single legs and I feel really good about that, you know? So find something that you feel good about. And then I think the other thing is if you're really in a rut too, like I remember coach Slade did this with me and it was kind of, I was getting ready for the world team trials, maybe 2013. And I was just in a rut. I just, I couldn't get out of it. And, um, he did two things with me. One, he made me stop coming to practice until I was ready to get back on the mat. And he got the idea from Terry Steiner, who uh, had women's coach for USA wrestling. Yep. Terry was coached by Dan Gable. And, um, you know, Terry said, um, I believe it was before big tens. I might be, I might be incorrectly stating the information, but it was before a big tournament. And he was just having a rough time. And, and pretty much he said, Gable came up to him and just told him, leave until you're ready to come back you need you need to you need to step out of the wrestling room did you feel like you wasn't ready to step back on the mat though um it was more to just clear my head because he could see how frustrated I was he could see how like where my my mindset was at you know so um he he, you know he told me hey you take as many days as you need but this is a high level athlete too right like you kind of know how to reset yourself as a high level athlete but sometimes you're doing so much right like Sometimes you need two, three days to reset yourself. And I think I ended up taking two or three days to reset. And then I came back and, and was ready to go. So we did that. And another thing kids can do too, like, you know, maybe it's not necessarily that, but go find like a really good match, right? Time where you wrestled really, really well and go back and watch that match. And, and, and that's, that's really helpful as well. You can see, um, you can like draw from that. Right. So I would do that every once in a while. If I was, two, three bad practices in a row. And I'm like, man, I need to just feel good. Like, let me go back and watch. Let me go back and watch this match where I wrestled really, really well. And, and just remind yeah. myself of what I can do, you know? So um, long, 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 long answer to a question, but, you know, again, I'd say find the, find ways to, 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 to have small um, victories or moments that you can, that you can, you know, small 15 second victories, 20 second victories you had in practice um, that you can build off of for the, for the next day. Right? Yeah. Like, I like the, I like clearing your head, um, for a second. I think, uh, when you're more of an adult or I think younger adult, I think you get to find scenarios, what clear your head. Right. Uh, if you need to step up the mat a couple of days for me, it was always about like mindset change talking about mental coach. I had Jocko and he used to say bad days of, uh, when I had the bad days, cause he used to be a Navy SEAL over overseas. Right. And he goes, Oh, you just stepped on an RPG. I'm like, what do you mean? You're like, someday you're having a good day and you're just walking in, in the war zone. And you step on an RPG and then boom, you blow up. And I'm like, okay, like we're, we're way to put it. But he goes like, hey, you just got to be happy that you got tapped. You got to be happy that you got taken down. It's just making you better. I was like, what? And I think that was the mindset change of like losing and, and having bad days in practice. And also, it really got me to, you know, you've been in you've been in rooms before when a guy tries to avoid the best people in the room, <laughs> right? Yeah, I think you. It also helps you get over that hump too, because I think it's it's not being afraid to lose, right? And then he always says like, "Hey, if you get taken down, whatever. Or if you're doing jujitsu, you get tapped. It's a good. Tell that person thank you because they're helping close up holes in your game so you can make better, right? So." when you're having that bad day, right, right. What went wrong that day and then focus on what went wrong. Right. So we can just make you better. Just inject. We got to take the positive out of that negative in these scenarios. Right. And then apply it to it. And then 
hey, and if you keep on having a bad day, then clear your head, then let's come back, have those notes come back to the drawing board, and then let's get it fixed, you know? Um, he really helped me with that. So that's how I used to do on bad practice days. <laughs> Brother, was that you that we were talking about um, the 33, 33, 33? Um, and man, I, I'm gonna murder this thing because I can't remember who I had the conversation <laughs> with about, uh, and I might even not even, I might not even be saying it right. So those that are listening, you know, don't, don't take it as, but basically like 33% of the time you're going to have good practice, 33% of the time you're going to have bad practice. And I can't remember what the other 33 was. And it kind of broke it down into, that's just one of those, when you have a bad practice, it's just, it's, it's, you're, there's a percentage of bad practices that you're just, you're just going to have. Um, and whoever I was talking to, they were discussing like the week before a tournament, they were having a bad practice and maybe it'd been one or two bad practices as they were getting ready for it. Um, and whoever they spoke with kind of broke it down in this way that throughout the year, you're going to have a certain percentage of good practices, bad practices, you know, and okay practices, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And that just happened to be that day where you, that you just, that, that day just fell into that percentage of whatever that 33%. Um, I will get that right and make sure that I come back with the right information on that. But either way, when you put it in that perspective, that just based on just based on statistics, like you are going to have a certain amount of good days, bad days, subpar days throughout the year. And if you can differentiate it into that or separate it out into that too, where it's like, okay, that's just one of those bad days, you know? Um, yeah. If it's every day, 365 days a year, then maybe, you know, maybe it's, maybe you got playing another sport or something else. <laughs> you know, um, but breaking it down that way is, those are those are going to happen and those fall within the percentage but practically you got to step away and, and and leave practice on a on, on a good note right find some victories i tell my kids sometimes you have a bad day journal just kind of write a couple of things down before you leave practice what went well right and then um take a moment three four minutes drill something you like or work on something you like and and, and it's going to make you feel good leaving the room and you're leaving on a, on a positive note. I like that a lot. I really like that a lot. That Let's, flip really that. Cool. Let's flip that now. What about good practices? How do uh, you practice. walk, what, what, what is your process when you walk away from a good practice? Bro, dude, I'm on top of cloud nine, dude. I feel like I'm going to take over the world, but um, I feel, I feel obviously the emotions of the feels are really good, especially if it's a hard guy that you had a good go, right? And you beat him in a go. Like, I think that's the confidence that you take over that should blend over to like your live matches or your real wrestling matches or your fights or stuff like that. You just want to remember those moments. I think it's key to remember those moments before you compete too. Like I went with the best guys in the room and won, and won matches, right? I went with the best guys in the room and got takedowns, right? I think those moments and whatever your training camp is or however long you're training or whatever you're doing and you're getting ready for whatever significant event, right? I think every event has their different purpose of training, right? It's just, so whatever day that you had good, you just got to remember it, journal, log it in your mind. So when you get ready to step on the mat, like, man, I remember I won these tough positions. I can win these tough positions. And it's a part of me. I can win these tough positions. And you just embrace it. And that confidence should come off on the mat on game day for sure. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I, th I think similar, man. I, I, 
Yeah, this is something that I learned, I think, post post athletic career. You know, it's stuff I knew, uh, but stuff I don't think I, I I had the discipline. And oftentimes it's not it's not the big things that have to change, right? It's not like you got to go change your high crotch or how you set it up necessarily. Maybe you got to add stuff, but it's those, it's those small, like insignificant things, the disciplines of uh, like Kyle Dake, for example, you know, he would write down every day, you know, he was going to be a four-time national champ and, and just the discipline of doing that every day at a certain time, right? Those are those seemingly insignificant things that are very significant, you know? And so walking away from, you know, I, for me, I liken it now to, to as a business owner, or it's been a great day. Sometimes all the practices went well, coaches were doing, you know, what they needed to do. You know, there was, you know, parent conversations went really well. Sometimes it's just, everything's kind of clicking on all cylinders. Um, but even now I, I, I step back and look at, okay, well, what, what can I do better? You know, what, what did I do good today? Um, and, 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 and what can I do better at? Right. Like I try to, I try to do that kind of mentally on my way home. Um, or in my morning, I do my, I do my journals and stuff like that. And I, and I write things down, but I do, I do always. And I think that's just my nature is I'm always trying to find ways to make what I'm doing, um, better, right? Like how can I, improve? right. Even though you might've beat the best guy in the room today, right. How did you get, how did, did that person take you down? How did, what, what, what did they do to take you down? Did they get by your head or hands? They get a lucky shot. What, how, how did they do that? Right. So maybe, maybe it's like, you know what, my defense though, my defense can still, still get better, you know? And so it's kind of that always continuing to think about climbing the mountain, right. Climbing the ladder one step at a time. And, and it's like, I, you know, you think like, Oh, I've arrived, you know, like I've arrived, but knowing that, Hey, you're always evolving into the next best version of yourself. And, and part of that is managing um, victory uh, just as, just as you do defeat, right. They're yep. both different processes of how you do it. Yep. Absolutely, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> Loving it, dude. Good days are, uh, I mean, good days last for a while. So, but uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, so did, officially nevada start the wrestling season did you guys have tournaments or duels or anything so snwa starts this saturday is our first tournament of the year for the snwa season so yeah dude, nah. we're excited. i got a lot of new kids i'm really excited to see them compete and then some of our kids from last year who've been competing you know for almost almost two years now i'm excited to see their growth and their development um it's 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 really cool to see how kids develop man i'm i'm this is the first time doing this where, you know, some of these are my, my athletes, you know, the ones that I created, the ones that I built, you know, yeah. not me, but you know, our, our, our program and our coaching and our staff and all those kind of things, we all built that, you know? And so it's really cool to see them kind of just grow and evolve. So for them being their first tournaments, I'm excited, man. Um, you know, I think we're, 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 uh, we're going to go have some fun and, and, and we got a lot of travel tournaments and things on the schedule as well. Um, so it's all, uh, it's all happening this weekend. Kicks nice. off. Nice. Yeah. We started last week. We, the kids had their first duels, uh, here at Silverback. We had a lot of kids hands raised, so that's a good thing. Right. And then, uh, a lot of our kids had tournaments. A lot of them won some. And then for one of our girls, Lindsay, so proud of her. Um, she's a sophomore. So she's, she's growing. 
last year did not quit one one match before we even knew her one one match and now she's placing at these little local tournaments and now she's obviously over winning one match from this from last year to this year so uh that's one of the athletes i definitely want to shout out because she could have quit but she kept going and then she's like i she found the club she came through started traveling started putting in work and now like she's winning she's over the limit of winning from last year yeah. to this so it's uh man dude um sometimes it's not quitting just keep going not quitting i think that's what helps too so yeah man we have a full plate the first week went well um we have scraps giving on sunday here all little local kids and around the area get to come work off all the turkey stuff you guys always have a football game don't you thursday baby <laughs> Although I don't really try. I just got last year was really windy. So it'll be exciting. And then we got roller skating next week. Just trying to build community within our gym, bring all our satellites together. So it's gonna be fun, man. Nice. I'm excited, brother. So great week ahead. Ready yeah. for the first tournament. Hey, you listeners, if you have any topics or things that you would like to hear about, please DM us. Ian yes. Butler. Yep. Your Instagram handle. At yeah. Ian Butler MMA at Chase yeah. Pammy or at the first shot dot podcast on Instagram. DM us with things you want to hear about, you want to hear us talk about. Um, be ready in the weeks to come for some of our guest interviews. Um, those are coming soon. We've got many athletes on the dock. This uh, Friday, this Friday, we have somebody huge. Hey, should we, make a, should we make this a surprise or are you telling the telling the people? I don't know. Should we uh all right? This Friday, I'm interviewing Mason Gibson this Friday. So uh that episode should drop probably Monday. Sir, yes, sir. <laughs> oh well for Ian Silverback <laughs> Butler. Got it right. Yeah. Chase the dream, Pammy. Have a great day. It's the first shot dot podcast. See ya. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.